Yesterday I said that I wasn't going to compare two versions of the same song. I made it clear that I was going to do something else in the podcast. However, I found out that I did it anyway because it's so difficult not to put something in context. So today I'm talking about James Arthur, Lasting Lover. And there's an acoustic version that came out a few weeks ago. A few weeks before that, the pop version came out as well. Before we get into the production, I want to talk a little bit about James Arthur and his career and about the work being done on this. First of all, this song is done with Sagala, whose real name is Bruce Fielder. Sagala is only 27 years old, and he hasn't been doing music for more than six or seven years. James Arthur, on the other hand, is 32 years old. He won the ninth season of The X Factor back in the early 2010s. He had the song Impossible, which got him popular, and also Say You Won't Let Go, which was very, very well received by everyone. It was so acoustic, right? It led off with a guitar that you wonder why he's coming back with any kind of dance music. It seems that somebody wants to enter the scene with something that has a pop sound, so they're going to make that attempt. But you must understand that dance songs, although they've always had a place on playlists and radios, need to be the right style for where we're at now. There has been a trend away from EDM-style music since the mid-2010s. In the beginning, maybe in like 2011, you had songs like Titanium, and that was very popular. But in time, those big EDM producers like Calvin Harris and David Guetta and even Martin Garrix stopped releasing songs of that ilk, or rather they stopped getting played, at least not on places you're going to hear like Standard Radio or on the Billboard Hot 100. So why in the world is Sagala trying to produce that same feel and replicate it? I think it's because it's what he's used to. He should be listening to some more modern stuff so he could modernize what he's working on. You hear four on the floor in the pop version. That's a kick drum landing on every single beat. And then you have a snare on the off beats. You also hear standard synths and that leading synth that's very strong and is supposed to be in charge of getting everybody to dance. It is sounds so much like David Guetta that it dates the song immediately. Now let's look at the acoustic version. The acoustic version just has James Arthur on an acoustic guitar leaning out, and I like that a lot. His voice is so strong, you get to hear more of the tones that you miss out on in the areas of pop music where all the spaces are filled with frequencies that really don't make room for anything else. Secondly, there's a string quartet that does a beautiful job, and a pianist who was very wise in keeping most of his work rhythmic rather than melodic. This means that the acoustic version carries a lot more weight. I would give it a 4 out of 5 stars, and for some reason, I want to give a 2.5 out of 5 to the dance one, and I think I know why. First of all, I think I heard the dance one maybe a month ago on radio, but I never went to look it up, and I never heard it again. It only went to like the top 20 on the dance charts. There are almost no harmonies. None at all. If you go back and say, listen to a song that is made by Benny Blanco, you're going to hear a lot of harmonies coming up in, you know, right and left ears in stereo to keep you feeling all the tones, all the notes that should be going with what you're listening to. You can't really do that with synthesizers. Something you'll get on a laptop, you can do it with a string quartet. So what seems to be missing in the radio-made version is not missing in the one that I just saw last night, which was acoustic. So I'm going to probably put the acoustic version on my making of a hit playlist. You should follow that on Spotify. And just think about the fact that not every song is made to have a strong beat behind it, a lot of bass, or to have a drop in the middle. Some songs are more melodic. 
I'm going to have to give credit to Louis Capaldi, who helped co-write this song. And his notes are so clear. He's not singing it, but the way that he develops the melody is so indicative of him, I know he must have had a strong hand. Like I said, follow my playlist on Spotify and enjoy the other music. Making of a hit. 